Should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll and ride. Wearing my six shoes, riding my pony on the cattle drive. Stealing young girls' hearts. Just like Gene and Roy. Singing those campfire songs. Oh, I should have been a cowboy.
Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore. Shadows of this life have grown. I'll fly away like a bird from prison bars has flown.
Being here today, uh, we appreciate everyone that is here in person and also all of you who are watching online. We are live streaming this and are grateful uh, that you are taking part in this service as well. As we remember the life and faith and joy of Rob Hilliard, who many of you knew as Cherokee Cloud. I especially would like to share the family's appreciation for all the acts of kindness, friendship, and especially the prayers uh, that have been offered for them by so many. They wanted me to specifically thank John Shaw and the others in our sound booth uh, who are doing that and audiovisual chores, others that have taken part in that, uh, also live streaming the service. We're grateful for that. And Rebecca Burke for putting the video together and those who put the songs together as well. What a wonderful, wonderful tribute uh, that is. Um, many others have helped to make this memorial service uh, not only possible, but so very special as we remember Cherokee. And, um, and they did that gladly, voluntarily, uh, because of the impact that he has had. There will be no graveside service today. There will be a short flag presentation at the end of uh, the service after my closing prayer and then following that, I'll dismiss us all at the same time, and you'll be welcome to visit for a little bit with the family before they go for lunch. Um, and while we mourn today, the family has made it very clear that this is to be a celebration of the incredible life that Rob had, the very colorful life that Cherokee Cloud lived. Robert Clark Hilliard was born on November 20th, 1942, to Robert and Lois Hilliard in Evansville, Indiana. Passed away on March 8, 2021 at the age of 78 here in Tyler. He spent over 45 years in the car parts management and as you have heard, he loved country music. 
He was also a gunsmith and a member of Oakwood Outlaws in Oakwood, as well as Old Fort Parker Patriots and the Single Action Shooting Society, or SAS, gun clubs. Rob enjoyed gun competition and was well known for his shooting abilities. He was a member of our church family here, West Derwin Church of Christ. Rob was preceded in death by his parents, Robert and Lois Hilliard, and his first wife of 49 years, Carmen Dolores McGuire Hilliard. Rob is survived by his wife of six years, Candace Womack Hilliard, many of you know as Silver Cloud, his sister Margaret Sutherland of Paris, brother Bill Hilliard of Crowley, Louisiana, son Robert Earl and wife Kathy of Lindale, daughters Kathleen and husband Rich Brands, and Robin and husband James Bindle of Benton, Arkansas. He is also survived by eight grandchildren and 16 great-grandchildren. And in lieu of flower donations, uh, in lieu of flowers, donations can be made to the Old Fort Parker Historical Site, 866 Park Road 35 in Grosbeck. In the book of Revelation, the Apostle John says, Then I heard a voice from heaven say, Write this, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they will rest from their labor, for their deeds will follow them. Your eyes and think of me. You can feel me in your heart. 
Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore.
shadows of this life have grown. I'll fly away like a bird from prison bars has flown. And thank you so much, Rebecca, for putting the video together and for all of those who worked to provide those songs right when I thought you couldn't get a more perfect song than Toby Keith and Should Have Been a Cowboy. Then you have I'll Fly Away by the Possum. And I'm thinking, okay, that's, that's, that's the mic drop right there. Wonderful, wonderful. The psalmist has said, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servants. The Psalms do bring us special comfort in moments of loss. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the defense of my life. Whom shall I dread? God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake at its swelling pride, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The poet writes, a bell is no bell till you ring it. A song is no song till you sing it. And love in your heart wasn't put there to stay. Love isn't love till you give it away. Certainly Rob Hilliard gave away the love in his heart to all, (laughs) to anyone who was ever around him, even if it was just for a moment or two. Rob lived life to the full. As Candy and I were talking the other day, the word colorful came up a few times, and she said that word describes how Rob lived and the kind of life he had. Rob had a colorful life, enjoying every moment, living life to the fullest extent possible. And because he lived that way, he had, um, well, let's say he had a story or two that he would share on occasion. Who here has heard Rob tell a story about something? Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. So he maybe told hundreds of stories then, incredible stories, and they were all true. Well, Candy says there might have been a tad bit of embellishment at times, but they were all based in truth and based on real experiences that he actually had had. Rob had incredible experiences, and he loved to tell the stories about them. The stories, of course, didn't just involve him. There were plenty that involved others, such as Rob and his brother, Bill. As a boy, Rob had an old Boy Scout knife, which I think is still around somewhere. Candy said they were going to look for it. When they were young, Bill was bitten by a rattlesnake. Rob, undeterred by the rusty nature of his trusty Boy Scout knife, cut into his brother's finger and sucked the venom out. Sure enough, Bill's finger got infected, but he didn't get nearly as sick as Rob did from the venom. Another time, Rob used the rusty Boy Scout knife to cut out a BB that had accidentally found itself in Bill's arm. Apparently, this time, though, the boys decided that this was one incident that they might better keep to themselves. If word got out on this one, they might never be allowed to have another gun, and wouldn't that have been a tragedy? Some of Rob's stories involved his time in the Navy, as he was a very proud veteran. We saw a picture of him in his Navy uniform, and again, there will be a brief flag presentation at the end of the service today. Many heard him tell the experiences he had while picking up Marines from the Ho Chi Minh Trail in the boat he commanded. Rob lived life on the edge and could be called an adrenaline junkie, and he knew everybody. Maybe not their names, but he knew their face, and he knew what kind of guns they had and what kind of guns they wanted and what kinds of cars they liked. Many are here today who know Rob and and Candy through their involvement in the Single Action Shooting Society, or SAS. For those of us who are not familiar with it, SAS is an international organization created to preserve and promote the sport of cowboy action shooting. 
It endorses regional shooting matches and competitions and seeks to protect its members' Second Amendment rights. SAS members like Robin Candy and others here today share a common interest in preserving the history of the Old West and competitive shooting. Every SAS member is required to select a shooting alias representative of a character or profession from the Old West or the Western film genre. Their alias may not in any way duplicate or easily be confused with any other member's alias. And so Rob and Candy are known as Cherokee Cloud and Silver Cloud. And as you can see today, one important aspect of SAS membership is costuming with each member required to wear period-correct outfits based on the alias they have selected. And I personally want to thank each of the SAS members for being here today or for watching online. I am grateful for your friendship and concern and relationship with Rob and Candy. Rob was 25% Cherokee Indian, and that's where his name came from, Cherokee Cloud. His grandmother was full-blood Cherokee from Oklahoma. The cloud part in the name came from a pony he had, Rain Cloud, that no one could break. No one except Rob, that is. Candy's name is similar, Silver Cloud, although Rob also called her Morning Sunshine because he used to text her in the morning, in all caps, Morning Sunshine, and because he always wrote it in all caps, Candy would reply with, Why are you shouting at me? Candy says that her husband was the perfect gentleman and always treated her not only with love, but with care and respect. When she had a boot because of food issues, foot, foot, foot issues, he showed constant concern for her well-being, as he always did. Candy said of their marriage that it was as close to the relationship that her mom and dad shared as any she had ever seen. They were partners. They had that special connection. They respected and adored each other. Not that they would always agree, mind you. They expected of each other to stand up to their word, even with their differences. You be you and I'll be me, they said to each other, and practiced that in everyday life. And in the midst of it all was a mutual love and respect that never wavered. Candy does say, however, that after they would have a tussle over something and would argue and then laugh, Rob would say, I give you the right to be wrong. And then she would say, well, thank you very much. After the deaths of their spouses, Candy and Rob reconnected, sort of, accidentally, because neither of them was looking for a new relationship. As tends to be the case, however, God had other plans. Candy was here at West Irwin with her mother, and they were eating after church one Sunday night at Daniel Boone's restaurant with their small group from church. Later, Rob came in with the small group he was a part of, at the White House Church of Christ. For those of you who aren't that familiar with Churches of Christ, maybe that helps you understand us a little bit. We like to eat. <laughs> anyway, Rob, of course, went over and hugged Carolyn and Candy. And then when they got up to leave, he gave them another hug. Candy says after that that she told her mom, I could probably date him. Carolyn, however, remembers it a bit differently. Carolyn says that her daughter said, I would date him in a New York minute. <laughs> Sorry, Candy, but I'm going to go with your mom on that one. <clears throat> Candy later contacted Rob and mentioned some of the guns she was interested in and asked him something like, could you help me get familiar with these guns? 
And then after a bit, she told him, look, this is sad. I didn't want to just talk to you about guns. I'm looking for a friend. And Rob said, well, that sounds good, but do you eat? Their first date was, of course, a shooting competition. Candy told me this week, we said everything. There's really nothing that I have to share at the service because in the six years we were married, we said everything. Candy's sister Kelly wrote, when Rob and my sister Candace started dating, it was obvious this man would make her happy and make her happy he did. Rob was the ultimate country southern gentleman, opening doors, helping the ladies in our family. He doted on Candace and on our mom, Carolyn. It was sweet to see. Rob was funny and silly and quick-witted and always had great stories to tell. I know he was a loving father and grandfather, and he embraced our family as we embraced him. Rob will be greatly missed by so many people. Eric Silvertson said he was always an optimist and had a good sense of humor. Rudy Tucker wrote, I always looked forward to seeing Rob and Candy at Fort Parker. He always parked his camper in the same place, and I knew I could get a cup of coffee. (laughs) He was always doing something to help at Fort Parker. I'm sure it was like that at Oakwood. He will be missed. Probably many of you have said and heard, and this is known by all who knew him, but shooting was Rob's passion, as we have seen. He loved to shoot. As Danny Snell put it, he died doing what he loved. Rob's brother Bill is one of many who has said he died exactly the way he would have chosen, with his boots on and a gun in his hand. The first time Joyce and I met Rob and Candy, I don't even think they had placed membership here at West Irwin yet. We were at Traditions Restaurant with a group of church friends, of course. As the new preacher, you know I had to do stuff like that, so I was up to the task. Anyway, someone pointed over to Rob and Candy at another table and said that was Carolyn's daughter and her husband. So Joyce and I walked over and met and visited with them that day, and we have appreciated them ever since. And everyone who is around Rob has said the same kind of things, as seen from the comments on the Funeral Home website, on the Facebook listings, and elsewhere since his death. Candy told me a friend of hers sent her a note this week after being at the four-way cafe in White House, saying that one of the waitresses was in tears, speaking of her customer Cherokee that she had been waiting on for 20 years. The comments from our own church family are representative of that and come from our members of all ages, from our older members to our young children. Rob and Candy and several others here today are members of our West Irwin safety team. They have gone through special training and are tasked with the job of our church's security and safety during our assemblies and activities. I can honestly tell you that the safest I feel at any point during my week is when I'm here in our Bible classes and worship assemblies. Because they were members of our safety team, Rob and Candy would find themselves at our entrances and in our lobbies and hallways before, during, and after our church activities. Rob, of course, would interact with everyone who walked by. Our church members over the last week have talked about how sad they were to hear this news. How much they loved seeing Rob in the foyer or halls or by the doors at church. How he was always there with a warm smile and genuine appreciation that he got to see them and speak to them for a minute. And I think genuine is the key word with Rob. 
Ron Rose and I were speaking earlier, and he mentioned authentic, and that is exactly right in describing Cherokee. He loved talking to people and sharing a bit of his joy and letting you tell him about what was going on in your life that day. But he did that in a way that was not put on or pretend or fake. He genuinely cared about you and sincerely wanted to take a few minutes and chat with you. What a blessing he was to so very many people. Bill and Barbara White, members of this church, said, We will always remember Rob as a very sweet and caring brother in Christ. He was always happy, congenial, and just seemed to be happy to be alive, just happy to get to live with the people that he loved. Another of our West Irwin members and relative of Rob, Jennifer Skinder, wrote this. 2021 continues to not play fair. Today we lost my Uncle Rob. He was such a character. He was a jack of all trades, and to list everything he was active in would be impossible. He was a walking encyclopedia of all things cars. As a kid, I can remember many different vehicles he would bring home and work on, but my favorite were the dune buggies. We had woods behind our house, and he would take all of us kids for rides. Besides cars, one of his greatest passions was guns. And again, he was a walking encyclopedia of all things guns, repairing, building, or shooting them. He died doing what he loved, active until the end, and I know that's how he'd have wanted to go. From the time I was a little girl till the last time I saw him, he always greeted me the same way. Hey, Jennifer Gale, what do you know? I'm thankful for the hope we have in Jesus, that I undoubtedly will hear that greeting again. Rob's daughter, Robin, sent me a note, a wonderful note, about her father, and I want to share that with you as well. As I sit and think about my dad and all of the memories that stand out for me, I can't just think of one that stands out more. There are tons of stories that I could tell, but none of them stand out more than the other. He impacted my life in ways that I cannot explain. He loved his wife and children. He was devoted to his gun clubs and was highly respected. He was very resourceful. He was a very talkative person, and that he passed down to me. He was a jack of all trades. He fixed cars, guns, and anything else that needed to be fixed. Daddy greeted everyone with an enduring statement. All of my girls were always greeted with, hey, Sugarfoot. All of my boys were usually greeted with, what you know good? He could be comical. There are lots of funny stories that could be told about how he was when he was younger. He pretty much was on his own at a very early age, so he learned street smarts to survive. My daddy was fair. He was kind, he was funny, he was super smart, he was resourceful. I remember when I was little, my parents didn't have a lot of money but wanted us to have a great Christmas. Daddy found an old bicycle and fixed it up and gave it to me for one of my Christmas presents. I never knew until later that the bike wasn't new. He was tough. I can't tell you how many car motors that I saw him lift. He was caring and extremely stubborn. He was one of a kind. And I am truly grateful for the man that I call daddy. I will forever love him. And then yesterday, Candy sent me this note. As I sit in my safe place reviewing the events of the past week, I'm quiet enough to feel the hole in my heart. In the last six and a half years I've shared with Cherokee, I've never felt more secure in my life.
My Cherokee was as large as life, as colorful as a sunset, as knowledgeable as an encyclopedia, stubborn as a mule, more active than the Energizer Bunny, but also as helpful as a personal valet, bodyguard, security system, handyman, fix-it-all person. I'll do it myself kind of guy. Most of all, he was the love of my life. We lived and loved a lifetime in the short years we were together. He always had his life stories that amazed, entertained, and filled my head with images of a man on fire. This is the man who fiercely defended his loved ones and lived his life on his own terms. We spoke often of working hard and playing hard, and I assure you we did both. He is the only person I know who died with his boots on and a gun in his hands, just like he would have wanted. No pain, no lingering regrets, just full of life and love. My Cherokee, thank you for giving me your love and making my life whole and secure. You will always be in my heart. Scripture says that our lives in this world are but a vapor, here for a moment and then gone. Rob could have chosen to live differently. He certainly experienced more than his share of difficulties and heartbreak. But he chose to live life to the full, to live with joy and hope, to live a colorful life. He chose to live a life of faith in the God he had learned he could trust and let his light shine through the joy and love he shared with everyone he came in contact with, even if it was just for a moment. And because of that great faith, those who remain here on earth will mourn his loss and that he is no longer here to share a story or two and a warm smile and embrace. But because of that great faith that Rob had, that we share, we do not mourn as those who have no hope, as scripture assures us in 1 Thessalonians 4. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Not everyone can be the kind of person Rob was. Probably only a few. But for those who can and who are, let me say thank you on behalf of the rest of us. To Rob's children and grandchildren, thank you for sharing him with us. And to you, Candy, our dear sister and friend, thank you for sharing your husband and your life and your joy with us. As Jesus met with his closest disciples the night before he was crucified, he comforted them. And he comforts us today with these same words. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, 
that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I have a feeling that if Jesus is still working on preparing those mansions for the rest of us, he's probably getting some input from Cherokee right now. (laughs) Scripture ends with the great assurance of salvation and life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Apostle John writes in Revelation, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and will be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. There will be no more night. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun, for the Lord God will give them light, and they will reign forever and ever. It is this same Jesus who died and rose again, who gives us hope, even in death. It is this same Jesus who comforted his friends Martha and Mary in the death of their brother Lazarus, who himself was a friend of Jesus. And it is this same Jesus who comforts us today with the very same words he shared with them around their brother's grave. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Let's bow for prayer. Father in heaven, we praise you, acknowledging that you are creator that everything that has been made has been made by you. We acknowledge that you are sustainer. The reason that we continue to exist is because of you. We recognize you, Father, as the ultimate judge, but we also recognize, Father, that you have put yourself also in the role of Savior by sending your Son, the Son of God, to die on the cross, to shed his blood, so that we who are sinful can be forgiven by the blood of the one who is righteous. And for that, Father, we're so very grateful, and we praise you. Father, we're thankful for your word. We're thankful for your church. We're thankful for the family members and friends that you put into our lives that reminds us, Father, and demonstrates to us what it means to live a life of faith, a life of trust, a life of hope, a life of love, and a life of joy. And so, Father, for all of those who are gathered here today, those who are watching online, many others who could not be present, our brother Rob was that for so very many. And so we're thankful We're thankful, Father, that he lived life to the full. We're thankful that he sought his path that connected, Father, with your path and chose the life that you had for him. And so.
And so, Father, we pray that you would bless those who mourn his passing in a very special way today. Bless Candy. Bless his children and his grandchildren, his siblings. Bless, Father, all of those who were especially close to him and for such a long time. Bless his close friends, those, Father, who truly will miss him on a weekly or even daily basis. And, Father, we're reminded of the great words of promise that your son gave to us in the Beatitudes. And we pray that you would remember that promise, that those who mourn are blessed, and that you would comfort them. Father, we ask that today, as we have reflected on his life and on the great joy that you have provided for us, that we ourselves would recommit ourselves to living with that same hope, that same love, that same joy with which our brother Rob lived this life. And Father, we ask that you would help us to be genuinely interested in each other as he was with us. We pray that you would help us to be willing to take the time, one of the most precious and valuable things that we have, to genuinely, authentically, lovingly take the time to spend with each other. And so, Father, we are grateful today for this life, this colorful life, of Cherokee Cloud, of our brother Rob Hilliard. And we ask, Father, that you would accept our great thanksgiving for the ways that you blessed us through him. And especially today, Father, for the ways that you have blessed us through your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Again, on behalf of all of this family, and certainly our church family as well, we so much appreciate you being a part of this service, those online, those who are here in our auditorium today. Uh, You are encouraged to visit a little bit while we're uh, uh, finished up, and uh, then the family will be going across the street, and our church will be providing a meal for them. Again, thank you, and God bless you. You are dismissed.
I'm glad morning when this life is over. shadows of this life have grown. I'll fly away like a bird from prison bars has flown.